0: With all the things that are happening in the world today, it's hard to keep saying. With the stress of work and our career changes, we're trying to balance the perfect family life. How about trying to stay on top of who's kneeling this week and about what? Politics, politics, politics. Who knows what will happen from one minute to the next with the current administration? I mean, they have been known to flip from one minute to the next and then just say fuck it and admit denying or dismissing everything. What about the new TV your partner wants you to set up and install, only to find out the instructions are missing? But hey, we don't need no stinking instructions, right? Only to find out it's not your parents' TV, it's a smart one, and right now the score is instruction one and you zero. What about the perfect balance for dinner, a nice cold beer and steak, and our sushi? Not to mention cramps, or should I say stomach pain, I mean women say cramps, right? But hey, who's right? Who's wrong? I'm Terrence Wims, and throughout my podcast, I want to bring you answers to some of the questions that you were afraid to ask or didn't know how. Journey with me as we find out together on some of life's tough questions, on how to address them, and when is the right time to admit defeat and still walk away looking like a true champion. So sit back, grab a cold drink, and enjoy the journey as we navigate to find the perfect answer on Things Men Should Know but didn't know how to ask. Good morning, Miss Marie. How are you doing today? Good
1: morning, I'm doing well.
0: Good, good, good. We have uh, one more guest that's gonna be chiming in with us today. And uh, we're just gonna give him a few more minutes to get his stuff together. And I wanna thank you very much for coming on the podcast and enlighten us on some of the things that we're gonna talk about today.
1: You're very welcome
0: see and i want to know well i'll tell you what let me go ahead and get started with the uh, introduction of the podcast um, okay. this is things men should know but didn't know how to ask here we talk about sports politics men's health women issues yes women issues and what better way to get up-to-date information about your partner and how she thinks and or how you think she's supposed to So today we're going to be talking about polyamory. And I think Mr. Pierre just chimed in. Good morning, Mr. Pierre. Or should I say good afternoon to you, sir? (laughs)
2: I'll say grand rising. What's going on, guys? What's going
0: on? Nothing much, nothing much. Today we have Mr. Pierre and we have Mrs. Marie. And we're going to be talking about polyamory today. Because I'll go ahead and get this topic uh, started. Anyone can chime in at any time you want to, um, but polyamory based on what I know about polyamory, um, it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of information that I know about polyamory, although it is fascinating because of what I've been reading so far and to my understanding, this is when a person, male or female, can love multiple partners. Am I correct so far?
1: Yes. So. The thing with polyamory is the difference between polyamory and cheating is obviously all the parties are aware and you also have to think about why you want to enter into such a union as well. Like whether it's feelings of inadequacy and this makes you feel better. Um, I know some of the people that I met when I was in the lifestyle, a lot of them had issues with loving themselves. And they felt that basically the more the merrier. And like for me, it wasn't that way. But I, I saw that in a lot of the women that, that I was around. I don't know necessarily that they were okay with it. But because their male friend that was in it with them, um, I think they did it because they felt like that's what they had to do to keep him. And so I don't think it was always based on what they really wanted, just what they wanted right then in order to make themselves feel better. And not everyone was like that. It was there were people that went into it with every intention of having an open relationship, whether it was by swinging or polyamory and swinging's a whole nother thing. But it was a lot of people that were swingers were polyamorous as well okay okay
0: so they, they they seem to tend to tie in together
1: right yeah you, I saw that okay. okay
0: okay so have you noticed or have you ever been involved with someone who had a polyamory relationship that wanted to benefit financially
1: oh yeah I mean I think some people I think they start off being in a wanting a polyamorous relationship and then find out that there are benefits financially as far as like I don't know if y'all are familiar with Sister Wives the the show that was on I forget which station but I think that was beneficial financially for all of them just for the simple fact that some of the wives were working some weren't but everyone was contributing financially to the health of the family And, you know, and maybe not to that extreme. I mean, that was really extreme, but sometimes there's kids involved. Sometimes there's not. There's businesses involved. So I think it does have financial benefit in some instances. Yes. That's interesting. I don't know how the income taxes work. I never went that far, but...
0: That's that. That would be that would be interesting. Who's a, who's the head of the household?
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> who's claiming the kids this year, this year? Right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: you see, those are questions that definitely, um, you know, those are things that people probably uh, need to know. Um, you know, before I guess embarking on it, like sometimes we don't do a full research or full workup and see. Everything that evolves? Because that was one of my questions or one of my uh, concern concerns, so to speak, is is the financial aspect. But mine was like, you know how they say two heads are better than one? So in this instance, three heads are better than two, right? So let's <laughs> say you have a triad where it's A, B, and C, right? So A is bringing home 60K a year, B is bringing home 50K a year, and C is bringing home 40K a year. When you do the math, that's 150 k coming into that household. So if, if somehow, some way, let's say this is minimal. Let's say you guys don't, you guys have grown kids, they're out the house. You don't have no little kids. So if there's possible, if there's possible to live all 53 of you, I mean, I know it's probably hard, but let's say hypothetically, if they can live all 50 a year, so that means they could save 100 a year, right? So let's say they can't do 50. Let's say they live off 60K a year, right? That's 20K per person, right? Let's say their debt is low and minimal and stuff like that. So that's 90K they're saving a year. In five years, that's 450K. So in 450K, they can probably pay off their house, have some certifies, use vehicles. They could probably invest and travel. I would look at it in that aspect like that's great, you know, on the financial aspect of it. See what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't look at it and then also, too, I think egos get involved, where, where, like she said, uh, uh, like the, um, Marie said earlier, you know, people's if they're not feeling loved enough, they're feeling a- adequate. Sometimes when that comes in there, uh, when people become emotional versus logical, yeah, things are going to, you know, like the roots, it's all going to fall apart.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Right. So, so
0: I can- so that's definitely one of the things you definitely would have to look into you have to be secure with yourself just like marie was saying earlier she didn't think people you know were in love with themselves so they thought more the merrier and so that's where jealousy i would i would believe falls into play and then you would have like you said uprooting your problems mm-hmm. so yeah i can see that i can definitely see that well, so how do they sorry i'm sorry go i was ahead.
1: gonna say i know that when i was because I wasn't in a polyamorous relationship. I was a swinger, but when I was swinging, like the rules, every couple that I knew had rules as far as how they would swing, whether they were allowing polyamory or not. And um, that was the problem I think with a lot of people was they weren't revisiting the rules. We did regularly to make sure that the rules were working for us and for our relationship. And I think in a polyamorous relationship, that's that's I think a really big thing that somebody would need to have is rules. Whereas, and by rules I mean things like if you're going to have encounters outside of your triad, or you know whether it was there was four of you or five of you, whatever. Whether or not it had to be one big happy family under one roof. If there were encounters under the same roof. If you could have other encounters outside of that. Um, And, you know, even what consisted of cheating or not cheating. And if I don't think if you didn't have those ground rules, you know, if if you were just say some dude and, hey, my girlfriend wants to join us and not really think about the long-reaching effects. Um, I think people that are more serious about the actual lifestyle would probably have a sit down and decide on on the ground rules and what was okay and what was not okay. Because if you didn't try to decide as it was ongoing, I think would create a lot more tension and a lot more distrust and fighting and arguing instead of sitting down and thinking about some of these things from the get-go. Um, like I said, I know we revisited our rules at least once a month to make sure that we were both on the same page. Ultimately, that's what how we ended was because his page turned out to be different than mine. And I just, I couldn't have it that way any longer. And so we broke up, but um, like I said, you just I think the rules are the biggest thing.
0: Okay, I I can agree with you on that. Now, I know that um, when I was a little bit younger, well, a lot younger, I'm not going to say how long, but um, (laughs) I know that I was involved in a relationship. And like I said, at the time, I didn't know it was called, it was a word, polyamory. I didn't know that that's what it was. And I had a close triad um, and we lived under one roof. The problem was, like Mr. Pierre stated, jealousy that played a big factor and I'm not really sure how that played a factor as far as both of them just actually leaving, but then they started, you know, coming back one-on-one to revisit, you know, we would have date night. Once they left the house, one would come over and say, well, Hey, I miss you and stuff like that. And then the other one would come over like the following day or the next day and say, Hey, I miss you and stuff like that too. But yet still they were living together. So I'm not really sure how that played a factor hey, they were living together they were li- they moved out and moved in together okay All right. so yeah so they had their own relationship but individually they would actually come back over to my house
1: and they each of them didn't know they were coming back
0: to my to the best of my knowledge I don't think they did Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that that was a little strange and, you know,
1: going on, I'm I'm a little intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're
2: they're in a relationship and yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I could see if they had separate houses, separate apartments, but they sleep in the same bed, hugging and, and having pillow talk. But yet both keeping secrets from each other and the secret exactly
0: yeah. exactly wow. yeah exactly you know mm-hmm. and then i get a phone call one day i get a phone call actually one night and um it was from the first young lady and she was like i can't do this anymore i can't do this anymore i'm like what's wrong she said she's crazy i'm like well you knew that when you ran out with her you knew that when we were together but i guess those crazy tendencies they just all of a sudden sprouted and they started growing, and um, that's what happened with that. But eventually, they they decided to part ways. But I called the whole thing off after that. I just couldn't see them anymore like that. I started doing my own thing. Yeah. But like I said, I didn't know that that's was polyamory at the time. I had no idea that there was even a word for that. I just thought it was like, hey, I'm a player. I'm cool. But <laughs> that. But now I see. As I'm older, I started doing research, and yeah, that's it's an actual word. And I don't know if it's a, considered a cult or a following or a lifestyle or anything like that, but that's what happened.
1: Yeah, and it's funny you say that because I was thinking about it. You and I had talked about this the other day. I um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Now, my upbringing was very, like I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, there was whispers about a couple in town that had a roundhouse and there was always red lights on and they were having orgies and <laughs> Like, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. It was intriguing to me, but it was never a part of my world until I came here. And that being said, while I had no trouble with it, and neither did the people that I was in it with, it wasn't something that you talked about in polite circles. Like, you know, whether it was your job or just it being the Deep South, very conservative. It's um, yes, the Bible Belt. Yeah, and like, like it was a whole nother layer just on the simple fact that I don't believe in God, which had nothing to do with that. But again, it was just not something you talked about. And so when you say a secret society, I don't think secret, but it is definitely a lifestyle. And once you kind of get into it, you do see how many opportunities there are. I mean, there are cruises for the lifestyle, there are resorts, takeovers like in the Bahamas and Jamaica and other places that...
0: Yes, um, that's true.
1: Yeah, if you get in on those emails and you know, give your email and you're starting to get the information, you'd be surprised. I mean, they have conventions in Las Vegas. They take over Mm -hmm. hotels Um, conventions like the whole convention center and you know there's toys and information about the cruises and and all kinds of things and so is it out there yes is it out there publicly you're gonna see it advertised on kprc definitely not you know and i my neighbors didn't know that i did what i did but my group of people that i was in i mean it was a very large group and like we would move our parties from like austin dallas houston chicago like we were all over the place and you always found people that were into it everywhere you went but the circle really wasn't that big you could, and the other thing too is a lot of people that don't understand it like as far as the swinging i should be clear um when we had the parties we were always worried about the cops busting in because if you're paying money you're paying money for sex that's considered prostitution and right so you had to be really careful about the people you were inviting you kind of had to vet them in a way that see what they were really about maybe meet them beforehand and make sure that they were who they were because you didn't want to invite the wrong person and then all of a sudden 5 O's at the door and finding out that oh there's a whole lot of money exchanging hands and sex everywhere so you know just for that reason yes it's out there but not really out there so
0: so do you find that it's something that's you know I noticed you noticed I noticed you said that it was um, a lot of people didn't know what you did Is that well, do you do you see that changing in society nowadays? That more people are open to this?
1: I think yes and no. I think yes, more people are open to it for financial reasons, but I don't know that they would consider themselves polyamorous. Um, you know, a lot lot of people just say, my roommate, our roommate. And you don't really know because like people just are not gonna ask you so are y'all in a threesome your girlfriend might ask you so what's up with that lady living with y'all but people even even if that was the situation people just don't ask i guess don't ask don't tell i don't know um i think it is more accepted but i just don't think people are talking about it still like None of the people I work with or hang with are talking about it or thinking about it. It's just, like I said, I don't know. You just have to be careful who you talk to. Because, I mean, you can be ostracized pretty easy. And all of a sudden, you know, your whole... Like, I just think people look at you suspiciously. Like, I know in this neighborhood, this neighborhood is very tame. Very... You know if if there started being (laughs) orgies or something going on in my neighborhood (laughs) i i just don't think the neighbors would take very kindly i i just you know i mean i guess as long as you were respectful and kept it clean but somebody's always going to inquire people are just too nosy and then if they don't like what if they don't like it i just think that you would have more problems
0: Okay, I can, I can see that. I can definitely yeah. understand that. I can definitely understand that. So, so yeah, I can yeah, definitely I, see I, that.
2: Yeah, I I agree. Um, it's very taboo, right? Where it's not like an everyday discussion. It's not like somebody's gonna get around the water cooler and talk about it. They'll mm-hmm. talk about sports or or the COVID nineteen or anything like that. Um, but people don't know if you break down the word "poly." Poly means many. Right. And then when the other words that you add behind it, um, that has the meaning like polyamorous means many loves. Right. Yeah. Poly polygamy means spouses. Right. Poly polygynous. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce the word. It's G-Y-N-O-S. <laughs> At the end of that, it's wives. It means wives. Right. And polyandrious means many husbands. Right. So I'm just like, wow. When, you know, I had, you know, and I delved into that and learned it. I was like, wow, they can have many wives and many husbands too. I was like, that's crazy. And you're right. If if somebody isn't is, I'm gonna say if somebody is closed-minded, because open-minded person be like, Yeah, okay, I could see that. Like it ain't for me, but I could see why you do it. But if there somebody's closed-minded, yeah, they're going to hate a little bit. Like like she said, if you're having parties and events, you know, they're like, oh, they're, there's that cult over there and they're over there swinging from the rafter, swinging from the ceiling fans and and doing this and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the ones who probably have the tendency to call the cops or, or you know, start trouble. But, yeah and they, they hey they, you know for you know they might be worried that their husband or their spouse might like it and might creep through tiptoe and come over there to see what's going on you know <laughs> they, <they're curious. laughs> you never know you know what I'm saying so to, to stop that it was like oh we can't have that you know because you know a lot of people a lot of people don't know about this so people who don't know they become intrigued because just like a new idea. Like, if you didn't know chocolate existed, and all you had was vanilla, so one day somebody came out with this chocolate, now you're gonna be like, hmm, that looks good. Like, I think I'm gonna want a bite. And then after you have it, you're like, you know what, I
1: think I'm gonna want some more. Mm -hmm.
2: So that's all that is.
1: And it's funny you say that because when I started swinging, and I keep bringing the swinging into it, but like I said, swinging polyamory just were tied together. Um, When I started swinging, A friend of mine, uh, Lorenzo, introduced me to it. And he's black. The parties we went to were mostly white, older white folks. And they would invite black men to the party, single black men. And these men would be servicing all these wives. And these white dudes were standing around, okay, I'm gonna be kind of vulgar jacking off, watching their wives being serviced by these black guys I didn't like that at all it it did nothing for me I wasn't I just didn't like it I just didn't like it I didn't like what I saw and how it was going about and when I talked to Lorenzo about it and I'm like are you okay with this and he's like well I don't care because like I'm getting what I want and I said yeah but it, it just seemed weird to me I didn't like it And for that reason, he and I started our own parties and we were doing um, mixed couple parties. And as it turned out, it was usually um, white women and black men, but it was also usually mixed race couples. Sometimes it was black women and white guys, but it was mixed race more so than it being just white couples with a sprinkling of black guys. And to each his own but that was why we did what we did just because I didn't like what I was seeing and then as it turned out it became a very popular thing like I said we were having parties all over the state and out of state and we were thanked many times because some people just didn't feel comfortable in those situations like they participated because that's all they could find or all they could be involved in but They appreciated the fact that we made it to where people were comfortable in the situation. And then, thusly, if they were more comfortable in the situation, um, could enjoy themselves more. Could actually maybe get out of, you know, just watching and actually participating if that was what they wanted. And then there were lots of people, too, that decided maybe that wasn't for them, and they did go into a polyamorous relationship to where they could perhaps control i hate to say control but it goes back to the rules that you have um control the situation to where it was a triad and maybe the triad participated in parties but their rule was they could only participate at a party with each other not with other people at the party but at least they knew that if they were at the party Nobody was going to be judging them for their tour. Right,
2: right, 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 right. And, and then some parties, um, they have like a uh, neutral zone where you know if you just quote unquote want to get your feet wet, you can sit and watch. Right. You know where you know they have an open area and then they have different rooms. If the door is open, means you can go in the room and participate with them. The door is closed. Well, leave them be, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So yeah, I got you. I got you. And then there's different type of polys. you know. Of course, there's the open triad. There, there's the. I'm sure there's a closed triad too, probably. <laughs> and then there's a V, which is weird. Like I guess a V, because I saw this on, uh, you know, I was on YouTube, and um, yeah, uh, dude stepped out on the girl, but then wanted to meet the girl, and then they ended up being in a triad. But I think that's a V because I think the two girls don't mess around with each other. i think dude messes with dude messes with like a and he messes with b so Mm -hmm. i guess that makes it a v right if it was clothes it means i guess both girls are bisexual so they not only mess with the dude they mess with each other the the female i mean the women mess with each other as well then there's weird stuff there's there's like something called the tribe where that's like multiple partners then they got a quad foursome they even got an n quad i mean there's so many different variations it's kind of like a you know a virus there's so many different strands right there's so many different variations (laughs) out there (laughs) you know what i'm saying so you look at back and you're like wow i just want to simplify where okay we're doing this right here and and that's it But yeah going back i think a majority of time it's really sex and money right yeah. You know, sex and money because you want to, everybody wants to be loved, right? No matter what your gender, no matter what your orientation, everybody wants to be loved. So I think to me, it's a combination of sex and love. Now, everybody wants to be freaky and you want to be comfortable in being freaky. And then obviously the money part because we all, unfortunately, the bills won't pay themselves, right? So we have to have money to pay the bills. So I think it's a combination of two. If you can find the right people who's like minded, have that right combination with the sex and the money i, I think it'll
0: work mm-hmm. i think you're right about that i mean because the only way i would even consider going into something like that into a poly relationship would be financial it would be a financial goal and i'm not really sure if a lot of people look at it that way or not but i know personally speaking for myself you know if that was something that i was going to venture off into then it would definitely be for a financial goal uh pay off the house pay off a few cars and things like that you know further investing
2: the saving exactly
0: yeah. exactly exactly you know well go ahead
2: no i was gonna say that comes with financial literacy a lot of people um you know that's something that has to be learned or taught so a lot of people right, don't have right. that
0: so right because you can go into a polyamory relationship and you know you have all that income coming into the house and you're still living paycheck to paycheck.
2: Yeah, that's not a good look, especially if there's three, no. three y'all.
0: Yeah, that's not good. exactly. And and the, and the thing that I look at too is if there's kids involved. If there are kids involved, then <coughs> in that I mean, what what are you showing the kids? Are you showing the kids that this is okay?
1: Well, you know? I don't know the people that the people that I am. I don't know for sure. I'll, I'll be honest because we broke up because the guy I was with. Um, our rule was we were not polyamorous, meaning you could have sex with other people, you just couldn't love them. You ah,
0: couldn't catch feelings. I got you, (laughs) Uh, keeps jealousy down.
1: Yeah, I um, I didn't want to share him, I didn't want him to share his heart with anyone but me. He could share Uh. his. Penis, yeah, we. Know. But, but no
0: matter. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go.
1: Yeah, and so that was our rule, and it worked. But then I found out, um, like we decided as a couple, he would go back to school, and I would be the main income. He would work on the weekend, and he was supposed to be going to school from eight to two Monday through Friday, and then work on the weekend. Okay, well, I found out. He was going to school, but he was only going to school from 8 till 12. From 12 till 2, he was at someone else's house. And Um, yeah. And then came to find out not only was he at someone else's house, they had a love relationship. It was, they loved each other. And had, oh, yeah. She had children. And I don't know, just based on that, I don't know whether or not. The children were little, so I don't know that they really understood that much. Um, the, I definitely knew that the children knew him by name because he was over there every day from 12 till oh. 2.
0: And okay. Okay. Yeah,
1: when I found out that there was... I didn't care that he was seeing her. I just cared that he was going out to lunch with her, that they were going to the movies, that he was doing all these things that... I felt like he should be doing at home, right. and only Instant. with me. Right. <clears throat> right. And being a friend is one thing, but when the when the whole love thing happened, I'm like, oh no! So you need to decide it's her or me. Well, he chose me, but then it didn't last. It didn't last. The love he had for her um, outweighed what we had, or what I wanted or desired. And so I laughed, I laughed. And, you know, like I said, going back to the rules, if you, you just really have to think long and hard, you know, like you were saying about the kids, depending on the age of the kids, because kids aren't stupid, you know?
0: Right, right, right.
1: So you're, mommy's not married to you, but you're staying overnight. Well, you're not playing tiddlywinks. They're not that dumb right (laughs) and you know especially kids nowadays kids just seem to have access to more than they should and you might think they don't know oh they know you'd be surprised at what these kids know and so you would have to I think if you were responsible you would have to bring that into the conversation
0: right right right
1: you know that would right. have to be part of your rule book what goes on when it goes on how is this explained you know like you're saying uh, besides the financial part of it how are we going to raise these kids you know
0: right, right.
1: Those, those sister wives in that show that's part of their religion like that's their way of life the kids don't think it's weird because everybody they know does it that's just the way it is ah they live in
2: saying. like a community
1: uh, yes, okay yeah,
2: Kind of like big, big Love
0: mm-hmm. like anybody yeah, That, seen that big makes love?
2: sense yeah, yeah, that's what introduced me He had like them three houses The way he mm-hmm. had it together It was like a cul-de-sac And when the the wives walk out in the backyard it, The houses were connected Where when the wives walk out in the backyard All of them saw yeah. each other and, Yeah Yeah, that was And, and they were okay Because I think he had two kids with each wife Mm-hmm Yeah, yeah, I think he had two kids with each wife and all of them were cool with it. And I think the church that they went to, obviously, (laughs) you know, was,
1: well, Then (laughs) they just consider being polyamory normal, like that people love more than one person. So why can you not have a life like that? And like I said, that works for them. That's, that's their normal. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about it till I got down here. And and I still don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's not for me at this stage of my life.
0: Right, right.
1: But, you know, I, I don't judge because I've been there, done that. So I, besides the simple fact that, that there's bigger issues in the world than whether or not somebody has more than one partner
0: (laughs) this is true this is true this is true and i you know one of the things i wanted to ask you guys your opinion on if just say for instance if you decided to get into a polyamory relationship do you think that because of what's going on today's society as far as the pandemic um, affects how you look at people and how you view different types of relationships and because what i'm what i mean by that is You know, it's not like it used to be back in the 60s or the 70s, you know, where it was free love, 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 you love everybody. Hmm. And so I think now because of this COVID-19 and because we were introduced into the HIV era and then the COVID-19 era, that it puts a lot of stipulations as far as just going out and meeting people nowadays. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think?
1: I, I think it depends on the age group of the people doing it personally. Like, I'm in my 50s. I'll be 56 in a month. And I'm probably less inclined to have too many people in my circle. If I was in a polyamorous relationship, like I think I would vet them more so now than I did before
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: only because like now I think I'm more isolated not only because of the pandemic but just because I'm older and I'm probably less tolerant than I was before like before it was people would kind of come and go at random and it really wasn't as big a deal now it's more like I don't know. I just want to make sure that if I'm going to invest that time and effort that I'm investing my time and effort in somebody that's going to stick around.
2: Right, right. I'll have to piggyback off what Marie said. And I agree 100 percent. Stability is the key. Um, I'm 43. And at my age, I would want some, you know, I don't have time to be playing around. And especially with the finances, because at at our age, one false move financially can set you back 10, Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years.
0: Oh, most definitely,
2: most definitely. So versus if you're younger, maybe, let's say if you're 23, you have maybe a little bit more time to recoup, Mm -hmm. you know, IRA, 401K, you know, investing stuff of that nature, if you have a financial downfall. So as you get older, I I wouldn't have time to be playing around with people. So if we're going to do this together, hey, you're going to be on your P's and Q's and vice versa. Let's wealth build and let's move forward. And since you're there, we're still going to love on each other. We're still going to take trips. We're still going to be freaky, but we're building and we're building together. And you're going to be here and I'm going to be here. And everybody's going to, you know, do the right thing. Now, as far as you mentioned, the health thing, um, Obviously, you guys got to be like-minded with certain health issues. Now, with the COVID thing, I would say, I'd say this, like, you got to watch how they eat. Now, if they're eating fast food and junk and stuff like that, that probably is going to mesh with me. You see what I'm saying? I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting you to go vegetarian, vegan, et cetera, et cetera. But however, like, if you have an ice cream cone or a piece of steak every once in a while, cool. But if you're consuming that more, like, if you're eating four for four Wendy's, you're not putting, you know, You know, eating fruits and vegetables and things like that to strengthen your immune system so you don't catch colds or flus or COVID or whatever is out here.
1: Yeah.
0: You
2: know, yeah, then that's an issue.
1: Well, and that's true because I've I've mentioned this to people before like two things. One, when you're talking about the financial, I mentioned to a guy something about, I told him I had bought a house and that it had three bedrooms and he said, Oh, space for me. And I said, Sure, you sign, <laughs> you sign a prenup. <laughs> you sign a prenup. No not a problem. You can move in. And he was so offended that I said, sign a prenup. He goes, well, well, why would you have me sign a prenup? If we love each other and we get married, what's yours is your what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. I'm like, Oh no, bro. Oh no. Let's let's be clear what's mine is mine is going to stay that way because nowadays I think people go in and out of relationships, just like in and out the door. So no, there's going to be, you know, repercussions. If you screw up, whether I screw up or he screws up, let's be clear. I'm not just pointing fingers, but the other thing, when you were talking about health, that's one thing I do try to find out about someone is, do you go to the doctor? Do you get a health checkup? Are you getting, your prostate exam are you getting you know your your basic lab work done you know do you smoke do you drink do you exercise i want to know you don't have to mm-hmm. be arnold schwarzenegger but i need mm-hmm. you to know that you at least are taking care of yourself for the the big picture i don't right. i'm a nurse i'm not trying to be a nurse at home too because your dumbass right. doesn't want to go take care of yourself you know, you right, that, you have high blood pressure, take your damn medicine or do something to, to get to the point where you don't have to take medicine. That's your choice. But it's also my choice that if you decide not to take care of yourself, I don't necessarily want to be with you.
0: Right, right. Uh, that makes a lot that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. You know, because now nowadays you'd really have to vet somebody, in my opinion. You really have to vet them. Because like you said, you're looking at the bigger picture. You know, are you going to be around for the long haul? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that makes that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I can't say people don't think like that. I can't say people do. I can say that that's very interesting. If they don't think like that, then that's something that they need to look at. You know, and um, you're absolutely right on that. And Ms. Pierre, you're absolutely right on that as well, because... You know, we had this conversation last week, and we were talking about different types of foods and things that we eat. In other words, what we're putting into our temple. This is the only one we have. And so if I'm gonna abuse my body, then I don't love myself. And how can I love you if I don't love myself? That goes back to what Marie was saying. So this is this is this is twofold. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Eat right. Exercise. That way you can live a long, healthy life and you can have a long, healthy relationship as well. As long as that person is on the same page as well. I Mm -hmm. totally agree with both of you guys. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. And like I said, you know, if anyone listens to this podcast when they do, even if they pull one thing out of this podcast, then it's well worth the podcast It's well worth it, in my opinion. Even if they pull one thing out. And, you know, the biggest thing today is understanding and loving yourself, taking care of yourself, exercising, eating right, and making sure that that person that you plan to be with, you vet them. You vet them. That's one of the biggest things that that we talked about today is you vet them and taking care of yourself. I really agree with that. I do agree with that.
2: I mean, I love what Marie said about the prenup because yes, um, nowadays, you know, a lot of people plot. And if you have stuff, yeah, when, who's to say when, th- if things were to go wrong, they want to, they won't try to get half or et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I know this Almost. is not a, a
2: polyamorous thing, but Tracy Morgan recently, he's 51 and the, the wife is 33 and she just filed for divorce. Now, he got a $90 million settlement from Walmart, from a car accident that he was in. Right, right. Truck. I don't know if you guys know, she wants half of that. And half they of that. Have a, they have mm-hmm. a 14, $14 million mansion. Wow. She wants the whole thing. So she wants $45 million plus a $14 million mansion. And they've okay. only been married for five years. Yeah, I was going to wow. say, they haven't
1: been married that long.
2: Yeah, five years. Now I could see if you were married 20, 30 years, you probably deserve it. But for five years, I'm not sure they have any children. But that man was suffering, and, mm-hmm. you know. And and, I, and here's the thing, he didn't have a prenup, so <laughs> depending on the state that he's in, or depending on that judge, right, he's gonna be you know bending over with that, yeah, of vaseline,
1: you know. Well, so. see in Texas, um, you know, it's that common law six months, and they're entitled and Ooh. yeah six months yeah. and like I I tell that to people all the time when I'm trying to date you know do you have your own space if you're living with mom in the back room mm, that's a little worrisome now it's different if you're living with mom in, in the back room and you're t- helping take care of mom that's a whole nother story Bruh. but what's, what's your big plan going forward like if mom you know is mom gonna live by herself if you think you're moving in here and if you do move in here you better keep your options open because you're signing a prenup I I don't care you're signing a prenup and if that's the issue then then we're not gonna last I don't I work too hard to get what I have and I'm not trying to be one of those oh she just wants to be independent no my thing is at this age I think everybody wants to protect what they have, whether it be a lot or a little. You still want to protect it. I don't think anybody right. wants some woman to move in, and they split up, and she's like, "You need to get out." Uh You, you moved worked in hard good.
0: for all that. Yeah. yeah, you moved. You need in. to get out of your house. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like that's crazy. So why would a person not want to protect what they have? I mean, yeah, you might fall madly in love and. And maybe both of you feel the same way, but you still need to protect yourself regardless. Just You just have to protect yourself. And, you know, you, you get into a car, you put your seatbelt on. Well, a prenup is a financial seatbelt as far as I'm concerned. I,
2: I love was, that analogy. I'm going that, that, to use that. Yeah, that Thank that you, is Marie. nice, isn't it? That is nice. <laughs> that is nice. I'm
0: going that to
1: use nice. that.
0: <laughs> that is it is nice i like
1: it too yeah you know and we nice. back to what we were saying about being in a polyamorous relationship people don't like talking about that they, they just don't like bringing that up it, it but it's something that's really important if you're gonna move forward don't move forward just because you're getting your itch scratched move forward with some smarts about it sit down figure it out you know it, but you know the other thing too was like um, I've told people now as I've been dating um, I don't necessarily need marriage and I don't necessarily need to move in with you. I think it's almost better, at least for me because I'm so anal retentive. I don't know if I can handle somebody moving in. I really don't. It would take just that right person just to... Just for all the little things that I'm used to. Like, I have three dogs. Thank goodness they're all asleep right now. And not everybody loves dogs. And, right, right. you know, for somebody to move in here, they better love my dogs. If they don't love the dogs, we're not going to last. Number two, you're not taking your dog, my dogs with you if you happen to leave. And if you end up loving my dogs, you're not taking them. That would be in the prenup, too. So... <laughs> There's just things, you know, that people just don't think about, whether it's being a swinger, being polyamorous. We had a thing where we were getting checked regularly as far as disease, to make sure that, you know, we were both clean and we weren't in having that problem. We also made sure that we weren't going to have any more children. We didn't want, right, right. We didn't want to have a child by someone else whether it was me or him and that was a big issue for me because he wanted more kids i didn't N- not not at that time and but right. he agreed and like hallelujah it didn't happen so it was it was okay
2: okay S- switching gears a little bit with this all right but th- this is something i saw on big love okay Remember, wife number one was sick and then wife number two took care of wife number one and then she became wife number two and then he got number three. But legally, he was married to wife number one. Now, I don't know if you guys remember this. He divorced wife number one to marry wife number two, even though under their polygyny thingy, they all were married, right? They they were sister wives. Mm -hmm. You know, for the benefits, because I guess... Where he, he had owned those, I guess the fake home depots, they call them, he had owned from the father in law, from the second wife's father in law. So we were saying married and prenup, but like, let's say you're right. What is the liability for those who are not legally married to him? Because he had three, he had three houses and uh, three wives, but he's legally married to one. So, like, did, should, like, Rotate like two years married to you, then divorce and two years married to you, divorce and two years, you know, so that mm-hmm. way everybody seems fair and they can get benefits for the kids and things like that. Because I think those were some of the issues too the medical Where, was, benefits. Were was they yeah, new to I think so, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think, and I don't know for sure, but I want to say I remember reading something that the laws of that state allow those type of union just because of the simple fact that it is a you know related to a religious issue for them you know being Mormon. and there of course there are different branches of the mormon church like you know not everybody was a branch davidian and so i think it that would be a big issue depending on the state you were in you know i don't think texas would recognize that
0: no 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 no, being
1: the deep south um i don't know california might but again i don't know that would be something they would have to look at legally i mean if they were doing it there must have been something they they must have figured it out some kind of way because i hate for to think that they would get into a situation like that and not have it figured out right you know especially like for income retirement
0: yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a big question. That's a big question, too. Because you know? he eventually
2: dies. Because remember when he ran for senator or something like that? And they kept it on the hush till somebody, I guess somebody was jealous, and then they busted out at him. And uh, he dies in the end, and then the wives still stayed together. I don't know if y'all remember that. that no, I, I that didn't watch so cool. all
1: of it. I, I knew what it was about, but I didn't ever watch mm-hmm. the whole thing.
2: Oh, I watched the whole thing because I it, uh, I was working overseas at the time and I had time. You know, uh, Terrence knows when you work overseas, sometimes you have them days, you have a five hour gap, four or five hour gap, not doing nothing. Yes. <laughs> so I, I had <laughs> that gap. So Big Love, it was a series, you know, it stretches, it makes your time go by because, you know, mm-hmm. we, we used to work 12 hour shifts. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, like, four seasons, three, four seasons. And, yeah, I watched. I was intrigued. I watched all of it, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, wow, people doing this? Like, it's like this. But understand, for me, like, culture-wise, it, you know, I wanted to see somebody who looked like me doing it. Right. So it was easier for yeah. that culture. You see, that was more religious-based, right?
1: hmm I,
2: I wanted to see, see somebody who looked like me who were doing it. So now like you were saying earlier people are more comfortable doing it and actually putting it out there if you go on YouTube you will see there's uh couples that are posting and talking about it but one thing I have noticed they're not talking about the money they talk about jealousy They talk about, you know, I guess the sex and and open Mm -hmm. and closed, but nobody's saying something about how they're building together and stuff like that. And Uh that's what I really want to see, because I think that's the main foundation, whether people want to talk about it or not, like you said, with the prenups. And if something don't go wrong, I invested four years with you guys. And if I leave, then I don't get nothing. All I get is a car or some popcorn or something. Yeah, right, 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 right.
0: So right yeah.
1: that's a good point
0: that is a very good point well i'll tell you what um ladies and gentlemen i want to thank you very much for coming on the podcast today um marie we're going to give you the last word followed by mr pierre we'll give you the last word. If you guys want to say anything before we exit
1: marie um well i would say if if people are considering entering into that type of relationship that they really need to decide why if they don't know the why if they feel like they're being pressured then just put the brakes on you know i've i've said often i'd rather be alone and be happy than be in a relationship and be miserable and so if you have that little voice speaking to you there's just something about it that is rubbing you wrong then just put the brakes on wait take your time. And do it when it's time for you not because someone else is pressuring you to do so just have to look at the why if you don't know the why then don't do it just wait
0: that's a good point that's a good point and mr pierre
2: oh, I'm i'm just uh we
0: have much to say on this one this one was you know marie pretty much cut covered everything <laughs> she, she did didn't she i mean she ate hey, so. she ran the whole show so uh this is uh things men should know about polyamory from marie <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna change the podcast next time we talk to marie so but uh i want to thank you both for coming on the podcast and giving me as well as the audience a little bit of insight as far as the polyamory world and as far as the swinging world was concerned i know we switched topics here and there but my thing is this if anyone listens to this podcast and take something away from the podcast it was well worth it so i want to thank you very much marie i want well, to thank, thank you very you much mr. You mr pierre you're very welcome and you too are welcome to the podcast anytime just want to let you know Thank you. My name is Terrence Williams, and this is Things Men Should Know But Didn't Know How to Ask. I'm Terrence Williams, and good night.